Welcome to Massive Late Fee. And now your hosts, Mark and Carol. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to Massive Late Fee. My name is Mark. With me as always is my girlfriend, Carol. How you doing this week, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It's been a good week here at Massive Late Fee. It is August 24th, 1996. It is. It is that. What do you think about uh, the fact that summer is almost at an end? I'm sad. It Are went, you? It went by too fast. I mean, I love fall. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. you autumn. Know, it's um. It was too fucking fast. <laughs> it's gonna be a good fall, I think. I think so. And we'll get to pass out candy at our new place. That's right. Yeah, all the little kidlets will come up, and uh, we can. Give them raisins like the Walsh family. Oh, God. Never. But it's going to be a good fall for shopping enthusiasts. How do you like this headline, Mall Trek, instead of Star Trek? What the fuck? It seems lazy to me. Yeah. I think they just had a an image of the Starship Enterprise in money, and they were like, what are we going to use that for? <laughs> Mall Trek, the next generation. But it's the new, we boldly go to Somerset North to review Detroit's new world of shopping. What do you, now, you've been, I know, I know because we, we went, we've been to the new Somerset Mall North. What, what did you think? It was fine. It was, you know, it's uh, a little bit jazzy. It's snazzy. Swanky, as you would call it, right? <laughs> it was nice. You weren't going to get caught up in all the hoopla over Somerset North. You wouldn't dream of giving up part of your valuable weekend just to tromp around a mall. But now that Michigan's newest shopping extravaganza has been open a week, you're having second thoughts. Friends and neighbors have been to see the new shopping paradise in Troy, and they've come back laden with shopping bags from Nordstrom and Pottery Barn and Polo Sport. Fuck that. I've never come back laden with uh, Nordstrom bags. And now it's beginning to sound like fun. Entertaining, even. You could jump into the minivan and take your chances. Or you could go with an insider's knowledge. What the fuck? Which we're ready to provide thanks to oh, two intense days of shopping or er, research this week. <laughs> this is dumb. Yeah, I agree. The Somerset Collection. It's so for those of you oh, totally unfamiliar, we have a lot of listeners outside of the the beautiful state of Michigan and outside of the southeastern quarter of uh, of Michigan here that we live in. But for those of you not around here, uh, around where Carol and I are, we have one mall, the uh, Oakland Mall, mm-hmm. which is kind of like the. I guess the middle class mall. It's got your, it's got your Hudsons. It's got your Sears. I love Hudsons. It's got the standard stuff, the limited, and Express. Right. And I don't know what else. Spencer's gifts. <laughs> I I guess like uh, Claire's. Yeah, all that, all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> and then you've got the Dirt Mall, which is what the fuck. Well, that's, uh, what's it called? Uh, Universal Mall. Okay. That's the one with the dollar show and all the low-end stores. Now, Somerset is the upper-end place. 
it's in Troy, you know, it could be in Birmingham or, or another ritzy area around here. It, think Beverly Hills-ish. That's what it's like. It's yeah. got the Nordstrom's. It's got the, all the, the fancy places. Nordstrom. Never bought a thing from there. One time. Mm-hmm. I, I Well, actually, that's not true. I bought a dress, but my mother made me take it back. Oh, wow. Yeah, very expensive, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a very expensive place. It's And the, the whole mall is... But it's beautiful. I mean, it's gorgeous. It's clean. They've got the uh, the escalators and the... The elevators. Not like Wonderland Mall in Redford where... Holy shit. It's like all one level and... Talk about dirt mall. There's all the uh, ashtrays everywhere and people just... It's just a cloudy place. Wonderland. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and there's like all these fashion stores that are not even name brand. They're like independently owned like dressmakers buy these little stores. And yeah. Yeah. It's like TJ mix instead of TJ max. You can definitely get your nails done. That's about it. It's the, it's the low rent stores, but it's generic knockoffs of the low rent stores. Right. Instead of target, they have bullseye. (laughs) So, yeah, I, I, I kind of like the lower end malls, honestly. Yeah, you like Wonderland Mall? I do. That's a, yeah, that's a definitely. Well, I, I, I'll i tell you what, I like it better than Nordstrom because, or not Nordstrom. Somerset. Somerset yeah, because it's, I, I'm, I feel uncomfortable amongst the muddied population. Yeah, me too. Everyone there is, you know, they, they all have that North Atlantic accent for some reason. Oh, and what did you come today? Yes, ma. <laughs> when you said the dirt ball, I thought you were talking about that outdoor, like, like the you know discount shopping center. That's not like a mall; it's like a flea market almost. Oh, you're talking about Gibraltar? Yeah, that's it. Gibraltar Trade Center. No, Th- that's what I thought you were talking about. <laughs> no, that's that doesn't even get counted as a mall. No, it's not. It's not a mall. But it is dirty. Well, you know what else is dirty, Carol? Hmm. Massive love. Yes, it is. <laughs> Bring it on. So for those of you uh, new to the show, we'll get to the movie. Don't worry about it. But Massive Love is the segment that we do where we go through the classifieds in the newspaper and bring you the best and brightest of people just looking for love. We're trying to do a public service here for these people. No, we'd be doing a public service if we actually hooked them up with each other. Well, we're trying. That's what we should be doing. Yeah, we should be dialing the number. Well, if you want to hook this person up, dial 12829. <laughs> and tell them to dial. Now, speaking of malls, 45 plus, a classy, tall, professional, single white male, 6'2". Now, he said he was tall, and then he specifies his exact height. Why don't you just let people decide? Right, and like... It's, it's way, wasting letters. Way wasting money, wasting letters. And also, what's the 45 plus? What does this mean? Yeah, like, that's true. Yeah. Be very specific about your height, but not your age, sir. <laughs> 45 plus, a classy, tall, professional, single white male, 6'2", seeks romantic Saks Fifth Avenue what? type. Classy. Go to Somerset. Classy, adventurous lady. What do you think? I think classy and adventurous don't usually go together. Classy and adventurous. Saks Fifth Avenue, yeah. To be classy and have money and stuff like that, you normally have to have done things kind of by the book. 
Yeah. Not adventurous. No. Not free spirited. And um Saks Fifth Avenue, there's not even a Saks Fifth Avenue around here? No, there's not. There's one on Fifth Avenue. So in New York City. Yeah. Either go to New York City or try your luck at Somerset. That's right. Go but you're troll, not going to... Go troll Nordstrom with your six-foot-two ass. He's 75 years old. That's why I can't, can't Right. Like, he's very weird. Uh, a tall Mickey Rourke-type guy. Another tall one, huh? Right. Attentive. Astute. Divorced white male. Couldn't have been that attentive. 48. <laughs> <laughs> Seeks Kim Basinger type or whatever. Oh, jeez. However you say that. Kim Basinger, Basinger type girl. Fit footloose <laughs> for at least nine hundred ninety nine and a half weeks. What in the actual Very fuck funny. does he think that he's funny? Yeah, do you, you understand what the reference he's making, right? No, he's saying he looks like Mickey Rourke. Who's he's that? An actor. Okay, I figured he, that. But. He's looking for his Kim Basinger. Basinger. They were in the movie Nine and a Half Weeks together. Where they spend nine and a half weeks having sex and feeding each other strawberries er erotically and stuff like that. There's a really weird. There's a really weird scene in nine and a half weeks where they're like they're. First of all, it's such a weird movie because he's like he lives across from her, I think, uh, from her apartment, and he's filming her like a a bunch. Oh, weird! And he kind of stalks her. It's a really weird movie, Um, but they end up falling in love or whatever, or have this love affair for nine and a half weeks or whatever, however it goes. And there's this one scene where they're sitting in her kitchen and they're feeding each other food erotically. Like they're doing, they show it's like close-ups and stuff of, of, um, uh, ice cubes like around the nipples and, and like feeding each other strawberries and all that kind of stuff. But while they're doing that, this is the song that's playing. I like toast and honey. Oh God. I like toast and jam. <laughs> That's what my baby feeds me. It's so fucking weird. Tonally, it's all over the place. But it's a weird movie, Nine and a Half Weeks. Maybe we'll watch it eventually. It's, yeah. It's a really... I have a lot to say about it. It's a very strange it film. sounds interesting. But anyway, so it's Mickey Rourke and Kim Basinger are in the movie. And so he's like, I look like Mickey Rourke. You should look like Kim Basinger and we'll be together for 999 and a half weeks. At least. Ha ha ha. Very funny. Well, at least he says how old he is. Yep, that's true. He's 48 and attentive, but but divorced. I mean, it's possible that he was attentive. And that his wife was... A bitch. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's possible. I was going to say, like, she cheated on him or something, but if he was super attentive, he probably wouldn't get cheated on. I mean, I feel like sometimes it's the person who gets cheated on's fault, too. Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. Oh, I don't know. How about this one, Carol? Single chubby lady is seeking a full-blooded, long-haired, non-smoking Native American man. Good luck with the non-smoking thing. Under age 45 for marriage. What? But Okay, but this is a Detroit paper. I like, don't understand. This is so... Okay, let's break this down a little bit. No, go ahead. I, I steamrolled you. Go ahead. Say it. It's a Detroit paper. But, I mean, they're looking for a Native American man in a Detroit paper. Mm-hmm. This this is not the place for this ad. Yeah, I this mean, is, this isn't Arizona. There are tons of reservations around here, but they're not close to Detroit. 
you gotta go west. You right. gotta go, go north. West, young man. <laughs> Whatever. But no, I I have a lot of reservations about this ass. <laughs> I will say this: this lady knows exactly who she is and exactly what she wants. But it's so weirdly specific. Yes. Okay, single chubby lady, got that, that's fine, is seeking a full-blooded, not cut with anything, (laughs) gotta be full-blooded, long-haired, so I can't have cut his hair either, non-smoking, no peace pipes, (laughs) Native American man, under the age of 45, for and then on top of it all for marriage right. we are fucking getting married yeah that is that is a lot and yeah and and all we know about her is she's both single and chubby and a lady <laughs> she has a vagina folks oh my goodness i mean how are you enticing anyone to call you with this ad i don't know even if i fit the bill i don't know that i'd want to talk to the single chubby lady no wants to get married here's the thing (laughs) so many things have to go right for this woman to get contacted okay first a native a full-blooded native american has to see it right he has to have long hair he has to be cool with dating a chubby lady which is fine i think you know that's that there's nothing wrong with that you're cool with dating a chubby lady i yeah i like uh bigger women i like curvier women but uh i wouldn't call you chubby but i'd call you curvy but um but anyway, uh, I think that's fine. But he's got to be cool with all that, right? But then, let's say he's not into getting married right away. <laughs> then you've lost him. Yeah. Any one of those things, colli- <laughs> any one of those dominoes collapses. It's a tenuous house of cards that she's built as far as expectations go. Wow. That was a bit much. Yeah. Here's another full-figured uh, woman. Full-figured black female. Six five. Wow. Wow, that is, she is full figured. Holy shit. She's like a giant. She's a linebacker. Full figured black female, 6'5", 220 pounds. Now, let me tell you something. 220 pounds is not a a lot. I wouldn't say, okay, full figured. Sure, I'm sure she's curvy. I don't think she's carrying a ton of fat on her. No. Because 220 is not that much for six freaking five. Yeah. Full-figured black female, 6'5", 220 pounds, seeking black male over 5'7". I would say so. Uh. Down to earth. Yeah, he's closer to the earth than you are. Single and serious. Wow. What would you... I don't even know how I would react seeing a 6'5", 220-pound black female. That is a big... That's an Amazon. Right? Wow, I'm just like floored by this. I feel bad for this girl. Like what? that had to be really hard. Like finding a guy to go to prom with. I feel stuff. bad for her mom <laughs> from the birth. <laughs> right. No, I mean what I. That's funny that you were thinking about uh, how hard it would be for her to go to prom and stuff like that. The first thing I thought of is like if she likes going to the gym at all. Man, it has to be hard for her to squat. <laughs> so tall. Right. Hard to wow. get hard to get past parallel, isn't it, ma'am? That's a lot. Because I'm sure her legs are long. Huh. I got one more here. I got one more, Carol. Okay. What do you think? I'm, I think I'm not in a hurry. Okay. Well, let me cover your eyes. Ooh. 
Imagine a tall, dark, handsome, white male in control. <laughs> you are feminine. 20 to 40, which is a pretty fucking big range. And curious. Well, yeah, because his main concern is someone who wants to be dominated. He oh, doesn't yeah. care about any of the rest of it. Yeah. And you've got to be curious. Curious about what? <laughs> what it's like to be dominated. I guess. <laughs> In control. That what well, this is what I love. Imagine let me cover your eyes and ima- imagine a white man in control. What a what a wild imagination I'd have to have to right? imagine a white man in control of anything. In oh the my world. goodness. That's exactly what we need is more white men in control. Right. God, what did his mother do to him? <laughs> she covered his eyes. Oh God. <laughs> oh, people are fucked up with that with that now obviously we're together so you know you're not looking for uh any uh white men in control of you right but would that if you were looking and you were looking through the paper would that you think pique your interest i would not contact that person okay because i'd be afraid of that person right like, I mean, it sounds a little sexy. Yeah, I mean, you don't mind some control. Right, but if he's out there, like... <laughs> oh, he's out there, Carol. <laughs> like, you never know hey, where. Hey, ladies, <laughs> I'm going to be in control. That That's that's uh, fucked up in the head, dude. Well, that's, that's my... Uh, yeah, it's fine. I think, you know, everybody with their own sexual preferences and stuff like that in, in the bedroom... Consenting adults, anything you guys yeah. want to do, that, I mean, we don't judge that. And people, if they want to experiment with control, being controlled, stuff like that, that's fine. But it can't be your personality. Right. <laughs> when you're coming out there, like you said, just straight out, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be in control. That's, if that's your whole thing, like, then that's a, mm-hmm. that's a guy that, that's a guy that cannot perform unless you're chained somewhere. <laughs> God. And I don't know if you want to saddle yourself with that responsibility. And it's like, you know, what what other aspects of life would this apply to? You know? I, I don't know. Because, I mean, I know some people take it very far. Oh, yeah. You know, they'll, like, give up control of everything. I have and heard of that. That yeah. sounds really awful and frightening. I've heard of people even having, like, contract-type things. Yeah. Or, like, the dude who kept his girlfriend in his closet. <laughs> That's weird. Like, she's a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> right. By the way, you can get the same from a vacuum cleaner, sir. Right. Oh, my God. I mean, if I'm not, and I'm not saying do that. I'm just saying the way he's treating his girlfriend. It's yeah. like, you know, if you want a girlfriend, then you need, then you should also be accepting of, you know, their personality and, you know, their personality and their their presence around you and mm-hmm. and all that stuff, you know, they should be part of your life, not just something to be kept in a closet till you're ready. Although, you know, according to him, she likes it. I don't know. I never got to talk to her. Where did you hear about this? At? An acquaintance. Holy shit. <laughs> part of me thought that you made it up, I guess. No. Oh, no. I wish I did. Uh, that's awful. Who wants to live in a closet? <laughs> well, my niece really likes hanging out in closets. So, 
Oh my god, don't even go there. That is disgusting. <laughs> Didn't you like to hang out in closets when you were a little kid? Yeah, but I mean like not to be, you know, kept well, for of sexual course purposes. Not, but I'm just saying maybe this person never grew out of that. Is it at least a walk-in closet? <laughs> I would assume it's a nice so. closet. <laughs> Got to be adorned nicely, right? Right. I just keep picturing him just kicking the closet, like, quiet in there. (laughs) I thought you meant just like he was super horny or whatever, just kicking the closet open. (laughs) Jump. Let's go. God. She's entertaining a family of mice. There's just a little table with with a little tea glass around it. I have people over. (laughs) What the fuck? Where where did we go? <laughs> How do we get back? We need some control. I know someone that can help us. Follow the breadcrumbs. Okay. <laughs> All right. Speaking of uh, massive love, though, there was a lot of love and betrayal and just Oof. weirdness going on in the movie that we saw this week, Carol. This movie is one of the weirdest... <laughs> The weirdest viewing experiences of my life. You think so? It was a weird fucking movie. It was a weird movie, but I liked it. I'm not saying I didn't like it. I'm just saying it was really strange. <laughs> it was a bit strange. It felt almost voyeuristic at times. Like, Yeah, a little bit, yes. We saw uh, She's the One. Who's the one? Like, that's what I was... <laughs> When the movie was over, I was like, who is it, though? <laughs> which which one of these girls is the one? I, I think it's the one that was still married at the end. I guess. But, yeah. I don't even know her name anymore. Right? Me either. It's a very weird movie. Okay, so we've this, got... Huh? I was just going to say, this movie stars and was written and directed by... I can't think of his name. You said it so many times. I know. What was his name? I don't know. I Ed- don't know names. Edgar. Allan Poe. No. Yes. It starred Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> and no one is talking about how he came back to life. It was not Edgar. Edward. Edward. Yes. There you go. Edward something. Edward. Furlong. With the slanty eyes. What the fuck? No, not like he's horribly not Asian. racist. No, but I mean this. Jesus. <laughs> no. I'm just going to imagine you on a trip to Vietnam. He did have, didn't you see? They're like thin little slits. With the slant. <laughs> That's how you know they're up to no good. God, shut up. Didn't he have weird eyes or was it just me? I don't know. I, I, I don't even want to come. <laughs> You're just gonna leave me hanging out here. Huh? He okay, so I guess he had sleepy eyes. I don't know. He had he didn't open his eyes fully ever. It didn't seem like squinty, squinty. squinty. That's what oh, I yeah. meant. Squinty. That's they a were much better eyes. word. Squinty. Slanty. <laughs> Shit. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, squinty. He did have squinty eyes. The dad who who uh Marty Crane. Yeah. Yeah, he plays Marty Crane on Fraser. 
And the other brother, I have no I idea who the fuck he is. John Mahoney or something like that, I think uh, is his real name. Sure. But we got two brothers and a dad. Yep. <laughs> the fighting Fitzgeralds. <laughs> they go fishing on their boat, the dad's boat. Yeah. And no women are allowed. That's the movie. That's the whole point of this movie. <laughs> is that no women are no allowed. No women are allowed on the boat. The men are in control. That's right. <laughs> White men in control <laughs> right? on this boat. And here's the thing, though. They net, they let no women into their hearts. Right. That's until right. Until one gets in. That's the point of it. And that's why she's the only one to get on there. Yep. She's the one. Who's that's right. On she's the, the one. That's right. There you go. There you go. You that's found the it whole now. movie. Yep. <laughs> what did you think of the movie? Um... I I enjoyed it. I like Jennifer Aniston. She was in it. Jennifer Aniston was the long suffering wife of <laughs> of Mick, Mickey. Was that his, the brother's name? No, Francis. Francis. They yeah. called him Fra- Franny all the time. Yeah, Francis and Mickey. I guess was the yeah. main character, right? But uh, she she owned a vibrator. <laughs> yeah, she was very vocal about this. Her mother bought it for her. Her sister knows about it. Her whole family knows that she has a vibrator because her mother bought it for her mm-hmm. because her husband's not sleeping with her. Where are the boundaries with these people? <laughs> well, let me tell you something. This is the most New York movie that has ever existed. Yeah. <laughs> I think every person in this movie is from New York. Every person in this movie, I think, is from New York. And they all talk like it and they all act like it. Okay. It's very... The guy that wrote the movie... That also stars in it. It was named, I can't remember, Edgar Winter. Edward. <laughs> you don't know Edgar Winter, do you? No. Okay. Anyway, so uh, he is from New York. Brooklyn, I believe, is where this takes place mostly. Yes. And I know Jennifer Aniston's a New Yorker. Uh, she, obviously, she's on that Friends show. Mm. And then Cameron. Uh, Cameron Diaz, prob- I don't think, uh, probably, uh-huh. probably not in New York. But she's also not in the movie a lot and doesn't really... She does kind of have a New York cat, too, though. They're all pushy and bossy and kind of break selfish. each other's balls. Yeah, they're, they're very selfish. The dad, Well, the dad's whole mantra that he beats into his kids' heads are live life for yourself. Fuck anyone else. Who cares about your wife? Like, that's basically what he's saying. Yeah. But, like, I just think it's so fucked up that his wife... Wants to have sex with him, mm-hmm. and he won't sleep with her because he's in love with another woman, Cameron Diaz. Like, then leave. I think her name was Natalie, wasn't it? I don't. Heather. Heather. Okay. Heather was the Cameron Diaz. Okay, Heather was Cameron Diaz. I don't know the wife's name though. Jennifer Ooh, Aniston. That's tough. Nah. <laughs> yeah, Jennifer what Aniston. One of these days, we should actually write this shit down. She's got a weird voice, doesn't she? Mm. I kind of noticed it in this movie, where even when she was trying to talk sexy, sexy, she's like, uh, "Well, we're gonna have let's have sex." You know, like, <laughs> she's got that that voice that goes up like that. It's weird. Well, I mean, it was because she was tense, though. Like, I think that was with her character, like. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, hey, I want to have sex with my husband, so I'm going to ask him, but I'm scared. And then she gets rejected. And Yeah. Who's rejecting Jennifer Aniston? 
And she bought lingerie. Yeah. And he didn't even look at her. I know. You're so sad for her. I was. I would be so brokenhearted. I would have been in there with a knife, not a vibrator. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't want to mix those two up. (laughs) Right. But, I mean, it was several months that they weren't having sex. Like three months or more. That's awful. Yeah, because he's in love with Cameron Diaz, and he doesn't want to cheat on his girlfriend with his wife. Yeah. And his girlfriend's sleeping with somebody else. Papa. She calls him Papa. That's so gross. (laughs) An old dude who apparently gave her three orgasms. Yeah, he's got a a lot of money and apparently a lot of stamina. I don't get this. Like, (laughs) if he's old and wrinkly, yeah. (laughs) Like, I just okay. So, so we've offended Asians. (laughs) Now we're moving on to the geriatric that might listen to these tapes. Whenever I picture an old dude naked, though, it's like horrifying and like. She had sex with one. Yeah. And seemed very happy about well, it. Well, have you ever seen uh have you ever seen in in elephant's ears? <laughs> That's what an old man's naked body looks like. Oh my god. Uh or if you ever like uh um <laughs> if you're if you're making icing like on a cake and you know how sometimes like some will just dribble off the end of the bowl, all get gets all like rolly and beaded up and stuff like that. That's some that's white man's skin when they're when they're older. Ew. Ew. Maybe he takes really good care of himself though. Maybe. We never see him, so Yeah, maybe he's doing a lot of uh a lot of cardio. But he was like what, seventy five, he said? Something like that. I mean he was old. I don't I don't know if they said a specific age, but he was he was old enough to be her father and she's like, My father's dead and he's like, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But, you know, the benefit to that is he'll probably die in the next 10 years or so. She's going to inherit that huge yeah. apartment. Yep. And all the money. Yeah, he had a lot of money. But she worked on Wall Street. Here's the thing. This is what I think is a little sexist about this movie. She worked. She works on Wall Street just like Francis does. Right. And Francis is making like, he's 25, he's making half a million dollars a year or something like right. that. I would assume she's making maybe not quite as much, but she's making similar ish money. I mean, she should be making at least eighty percent of that, correct, you know, or seventy, whatever the yes. statistics were, yeah, something like that. <laughs> and but that's still quite a bit of money per year. What does she need a sugar daddy for? Yeah, I guess she doesn't. Maybe she really wasn't it for the sex, for the three orgasms, right? But I mean, that's a lot of like two dudes. Like that's a lot of sex. I wouldn't be up for that much sex. I saw you contemplating it though. Well, like it wasn't two guys at once, you know. What's weird to me is she had sex with Papa. Mm-hmm. Three orgasms. Yeah. She's on the phone the next day with Francis, trying to get him to come over there and have sex with her. And then she had to fake her orgasm. What the fuck, though? Like, yeah, because you had three last night, you horny bitch. <laughs> like she's acting like it's his fault. That's not his fault. What do you think Francis is good in bed? I don't know if Francis is good. Jennifer Aniston certainly seemed to want it. I don't know if Francis is good in bed. The point is that you can't have orgasms like over and over and over forever. Like bodies aren't built like that. Yeah. So. He was certainly a scumbag. Oh my God. Francis is a terrible, terrible person. Like he, he had sex with his, Cameron Diaz is, 
the Mickey, the main character's uh, ex-fiance, mm-hmm. who she cheated on him. Yep. Yeah, he came home to find her passed out on the floor with some guy with a hairy ass. Yeah. That's a hell of a way to find out that your fiance is cheating on you. Yeah, and also that's that's really reckless. Well, she obviously wanted to get caught. Like she said to him, like she thought the relationship was already over. Right. So yeah, true. I mean, there were obviously big problems here. But because because he doesn't have a real job, he drives a fucking cab. And who cares? How is that not a real job? Right. And who cares if he doesn't have money when you have money? Like, what does that matter then? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's very strange. But he, uh, so Francis is having an affair on Jennifer Aniston, on his wife, with Cameron Diaz, who is his brother's ex-fiance. Right. At the same time, their mother is having an affair on their father with the guy that works in the store. But they don't know that until the end of the movie. No, but we learn that eventually. So there's multiple cheatings going on. Right. Cameron Diaz is cheating on everybody. <laughs> right. Uh, Francis is cheating on his wife. Uh, the mom's cheating on the dad. Yeah. And I think that's it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, eventually Jennifer Aniston gets with somebody else, but. Yeah. She, she gets with the chubby guy. That's because, uh, that's you know, they're not together anymore, though. She wasn't cheating. No. No. It was a guy that she used to date. And Francis was like, why didn't you marry him if he was so nice? Oh, yeah, that's the other cheating. That guy was getting divorced because his wife was cheating on him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of cheating. I wonder what was going on in this dude's life when he wrote this. I don't know. But then he, Jennifer Aniston and this dude get together, giving hope to fat guys everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if he's willing to have sex, you know, that's... Uh... It's a big bump up from Francis. Oh, my. Yeah, he must have gotten laid right away. Well, yeah. That was the easiest slam dunk ever. (laughs) Oh, that's just so sad. But the crux of the movie, I suppose, is that Edward Norton. No. Is. I know that one, and no. Is driving a cab, and he picks up a woman that looks like she's from the islands. (laughs) She asks him to take her to the airport, mm-hmm. and when he's dropping her off... She's going to a wedding, uh, her best friend's wedding in New Orleans. Right. She's like, hey, how about you drive me? How much would that cost? Yeah. How much would it cost to drive from New York to New Orleans? It's a hell of a, a drive. taxi cab. Right. He's like, oh, $70,000, $80,000. He's probably right. <laughs> it's a long trip. Right. But some, somehow, like, he does it. Without charging her, obviously, but... I, yeah, I don't get that. Like, does he work for a cab company? Is he independent? I don't know does how Does he works. own that cab, yeah. Does he have a medallion? I have no idea how any of it works. Yeah, I don't either. But he just... He is the kind of person and has the kind of job where he just went, okay, I'll stop working and drive you to New Orleans right now. Mm-hmm. That's kind of crazy. I can't imagine having that kind of freedom. And they get married. Yeah. On the dance floor of the reception... Yeah. Of her best friend's wedding. That's kind of an asshole move. Let's upstage this wedding. Because he's like, it should have been us getting married. And she's like, hold that thought and grabs the pastor. What a thing to say. He was just being romantic. I am sure he did not mean it. Yeah, they've known each other for 24 hours. Yeah. Turns out, by the way, she also got accepted to the Sorbonne for her PhD program. And she's supposed to move to Paris if she gets accepted. Yeah. And doesn't tell him. Till like 
a few days before she's gonna find out yeah what the fuck is that like who does that to a person like I, oh my and she just mentions life. it in passing too yeah. he's complaining about their apartment which never has electricity or hot water and she's like well we might not have to be there. we might only be there for a couple more months because we're in paris he's like oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, uh, she's, like, kind of a crazy train wreck. Yeah, well, so is he, I guess. It's so weird that she's getting her PhD. In what, by the way? Right, she's a why waitress. Is she, why is she going to to the Sorbonne to get her PhD? What is she getting it in? And does she speak French? That's a good I mean, question, too. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, the whole thing's very weird. And, like, I mean, to get a PhD, you have to have a master's. Correct. She oh, wow. has a master's and she's working as a waitress. Yeah. I mean, maybe she's making decent money. But why isn't she using her master's degree? I don't know. Maybe she's maybe she's doing something where she has to get a PhD or maybe she was waiting to start her career until she got, you know, got her PhD. Maybe, maybe. she's on a small break in between completing her master's program, uh, getting her thesis published or whatever, and... Uh, and, um, you know, going to the PhD program to complete her doctoral dissertation. Maybe. Or maybe it's in something useless like philosophy so you can't ever get a job. Maybe it's culinary in nature. That would make sense. But why would you get a PhD? Yeah, in cooking. <laughs> Whenever you say Sorbonne, though, I think of bonbons. I don't know why. Oh, the Sorbonne. Yeah. Well, the big... The big uh, food one out there is the Cordon Bleu school. Hmm. But uh, yeah, the uh, the Sorbonne is a very, you know, prestigious university. I just don't know what she's going for. She doesn't seem super intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently she is. Oh my gosh. But everybody is weird in this movie. That's why the movie is a weird experience. Yeah. The, the, so... The the direction and you know first time director I'm pretty sure uh, he does a fine job the direction's fine what I like about it is that it's mostly locked down shots it's mostly steady shots there's not a lot of crane work there's not a lot of dolly work it's very normally filmed just very straight on uh, you know not a lot of compositing just very straight on lockdown shots. Basic editing stuff and and basic filming stuff, cinematography, everything is not that it's like flat. It has good depth of field and stuff like that, but it's it's not complicated stuff, right. partially because he's a first time director. But it works with how like labyrinth the plot of this movie is <laughs> and how strange the dialogue and everyone the way everyone reacts to things yeah. in the movie is. The, the simplicity, the juxtaposition of the simplicity of the direction goes well with the weirdness that's going in front of the camera. Yeah, it's definitely a character movie. For sure. And I don't even know, like, it focuses a lot more on Francis than I would have thought. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody's always making fun of him because he's, like, you know, feminine or whatever. He likes to wear cologne. Like, he's fancy. Yeah, he is. He's a, he's a fancy lad. <laughs> but everybody's like, no, no, he's not gay. And then when they find out he's not sleeping with his wife, and then they, everybody's got to check, his dad's like, I'll still love you. 
even right. if you're gay, which was surprising. Yeah, very nice of you, John Mahoney. But, like, he knew, the dad knew that Francis was cheating on his wife. Yeah. So he's got two girls. He's obviously not gay. You would think. And it turns out he's not. But Cameron Diaz ends up choosing Papa over him. Yeah. He proposes to her. He divorces Jennifer Aniston and proposes to Cameron Diaz. And although he hesitates because, shocking revelation, I guess, uh, what's his name? Byrne? And Byrne. Is it Byrne? Edward Burns? Maybe. That sounds right. He he, um, reveals to him that the way she worked her way through college was by being a call girl. Yeah. And Papa didn't care. And he's like, she goes, this is one of the stupidest moments of dialogue for Francis. She goes, he doesn't care about my past. And he leans in like he's going to really get her and stuff. And he's like, yeah, because he doesn't know you were a call girl. And she goes, he was my best client. And I'm thinking, what do you think she means when she says he doesn't care about my past? He doesn't care that I was once a child? Like, what the (laughs) fuck do you think she means? Yeah, he's She's not very smart clearly either. clearly talking about being a call girl. Right. Um, how would you feel? Would you be okay with that? Probably, yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, if if she wasn't doing it anymore, like, like oh, say, say you used to be a call girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, if you, if you weren't doing it anymore, you needed to do it to, you know, for money to educate yourself and stuff like that. Well, yeah, I, I probably wouldn't judge that. Interesting. As long as we knew that you were disease free, because you know you you got to be worried about that, uh, right? You know, with AIDS and everything. Uh, but as long as we knew you were disease free and you weren't doing it anymore, yeah. I mean, could I date an active call girl? Probably not. No. Or like That's... an active porn porn star? Probably not. You know, you, they always talk about the porn stars. What about the porn character actors? You mean like the pizza delivery guy? Yes, exactly. Or, or, or like, aren't there, like every woman is a, every woman in pornography is a porn star. Come on now. Some of them, some of them are just, uh, you know, <laughs> some of them are just churning through rolls. You know what I mean? Right, they, right. They really get into what they're, they're doing. But what I'm saying is, is I couldn't date someone doing that. I couldn't date someone doing that kind of work with, you know, sex stuff. But he does decide that he can get over it, and then she's just like, oh, oh well, too bad. And I'm not saying that, by, by the way, real quick, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being a prostitute or being a stripper or being, you know, a porn star or anything like that. I'm just, and I think there are there are guys that can handle that stuff. I just couldn't, personally. Yeah, well, just like um, the Edward uh, Murray Mickey... <laughs> the main character guy who used to date Heather was fine about it. From uh, what's his from Terminator Two? Sure, is that who he was? No, <laughs> that is Edward Furlong. Oh. No, that's not the same person. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, is is uh, what's what they say? Hey, is is uh, Muffy okay? Yeah, he's fine. That's not just step parents. Remember? Yeah, because the dog. The dog was dead. Ruffy or whatever. I don't know. No, the dog was the dog was barking because the dog knew that the liquid terminator was not the stepmom. And she was killing the, the stepdad. Yeah, but eventually Oh, you know what I was picturing? 
a dead dog for some reason. Yeah, I was picturing the movie Fear where they like put the head through the. Oh yeah, the we, we little... watched that. We watched that like a couple months ago. Yeah. Fear that was they, a good movie. They but put yeah, they killed the dog's dog. head through the doggy door and they hacked that. How did the, I still want to know how they hacked that dog's head off? Would they just have a saw in the car? Ugh. Anyway. It's so, unbelievable. It gets that movie gets so bonkers at the end. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's a really good movie, though. Yeah, it's a good movie. Um, this was this was fine. I didn't love the story though of Marty and the wife or Mickey, Mickey, Mickey and his wife, Mickey and his new bride yeah. from, from the islands. Because I mean, it was kind of a cute story how they got together, but like, there's not a lot of chemistry between them. Not at all. Yeah, I thought he had way more chemistry with Cameron Diaz. Yeah, yeah, he did when they were on screen together. And it's just, I think it's just not the best casting. She also was a very unnatural actor. Hmm. I don't know if you noticed that, but Cameron Diaz is fantastic. Right. She's been in a, a few different movies since we first saw her in The Mask. And um, Jennifer Aniston, obviously, also a very natural actress. Mm-hmm. This woman clashes with almost everyone else in the, in the movie because just a really stiff, unnatural performance to yeah. me. Yeah, I could see that. So, but like they get together, they she had more chemistry with John Mahoney, the dad, right? That one conversation they had together. But I mean, like I don't know, their whole relationship didn't make sense, and they create this like false drama about whether or not he's going to go with her to Paris, and yeah. she breaks up with him because you know he didn't fight for her. Yeah, like at no point did I care. No. I didn't feel like, oh, are they going to get back together? Yeah. You know, and like at the end when she's there and the boat and and they're going to go off together. It's like, like, I, I, uh, whatever. uh, I don't think it's going to last. It's weird. It's a weird, the whole thing is weird. Like you said, they don't have a lot in common. They seem to clash a lot. They're, They're just getting to know each other and they're not clicking the way they really should be clicking. And, yeah, it's just the whole thing's weird. It's not good. She seems like a fine person, I guess, but, yeah, none of that relationship made any sense. Uh, Francis and his, like, little love triangle with the other two of them, that felt more real. hmm You know, but, uh, yeah. I would say, like I said, it was a fine movie. I think you could probably wait and rent it at Blockbuster. For sure. I don't think you need to go out and see it in the theater. Yeah, it was definitely not enhanced by the big screen, but most romantic comedies aren't. No. And, uh, but I mean, even just like, I just don't think it's one you need to rush out and see. It's okay. It's a fine waste of Saturday afternoon kind of movie. Yeah. But it's not something like, oh, you got to go see this. Agreed. Anyway, that is the episode for the week. Carol, tell the people all the stuff. So you can write us at latefee1994 at AOL.com. Do it. Check out our website at retrolatefee.com. Mm-hmm. Tell your friends. And uh, check out the uh, Patreon thing you yeah, do. Yeah, my, my friend came up with that new website, Patreon. We're the only ones on it right now. But do patreon.com slash retrolatefee and you'll find us. Give us a little bit of money for all the stuff we do. And we've got, a, we got. listen, it's not for nothing. We have a lot of extras over there. Mm-hmm. A lot of extra tapes, extra shows, 
some interesting stuff. And, and everything releases early over there, too. So check it out. All right. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.